Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Jesus, Lord, I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. I want to please you, Lord. This world is so very dark. It seems to be, but I want to be a favorite child. Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I want to seek you you forever oh lord i am coming close to you lord i'm coming closer and closer to you i'm trying to feel your presence now lord i want to be your favorite child so i'm coming closer and closer to you hey i I appreciate Jesus just don't know how to say it oh i love you love you very much i'm so happy that i found you lord wanna live my life with you i wanna stay in your house send me to do So, oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I want to seek you more. I want to be near 
speak to you. Pray that he will bless your heart this morning. Pray to him. He's a faithful God. He loves us. And he has given us his only begotten son. We have life in him. And therefore may we pray that we'll experience that life that was promised through the son. Jesus Christ said, I have come that you may have life. And have it more abundantly. Let that be your prayer this morning. That the Lord will speak and minister life into your spirit. That what seems to be dead will come alive. Any hope that is lost will be replaced with joy and with faith. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Wonderful. Well, are you happy to be in church? I don't think anybody was dragged here. Sometimes there are some children, when you are taking them to school, you have to force them. They will be crying, but you are dragging them. I won't go, I won't go, but they have to go because you know that is good for them. You know, I, I hope that there's nobody here who was dragged here by force, by fire, by force. Yeah, we are always glad when we have to come into the house of the Lord because there is life here. You know, when I come here, I am blessed. Do you get what I'm saying? Because the things that God says, it, it, it also means something to me. I'm not here to tell you things that I don't believe in or things that I don't practice. Okay? But I believe that God has begun a good work in our lives. And as long as we will remain steadfast till the end, we shall experience his hand over our lives. May you receive a blessing in this life. A blessing from the Lord. May you receive joy in this life. The joy of the Lord. May you receive peace in this life. The peace of the Lord. May you receive abundance. The abundance of Jehovah. 
It is your portion. Receive strength and health for your years. Every evil against you is cast out. Every tongue that has risen against you in condemnation, we, we, we condemn it as well. The hand of the Lord is upon you. You will judge over the wicked. You will bear rule over the wicked. You will have the upper hand over every evil. Be blessed. Be established in the covenant of the Lord. Amen. Be seated. Right. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 11. Yeah. 911. Here is the word of the Lord. The subject or the title of the message is The Determinant. So, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, said, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. Life is a race. And sometimes the fact that somebody can run fast does not mean that they will do better than you. The fact that somebody has an advantage over you does not mean that they will do better than you. In the natural law, if you are running against somebody who is very fit, like Usain Bolt, I mean, you know that, look, before they say, pow, he has won. You know how it is. Yeah. Then you even give up before the race starts. Yeah. But there's a race of life. There is a race of life. And you must win that race. Irrespective of your strength. For if you fail in the day of adversity, then your strength is small. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. You see, God gives us things that we don't have and we can't work for. And what your limitation is, is never a limitation to the Lord. So sometimes, you know, we, we are competitive people by default. We compare ourselves to other people. And it is, sometimes it is not entirely wrong. Sometimes you should provoke yourself. Because if you, if you sit in the class with the same, uh, 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 with a brother with the same head, they teach you the same subject, then you go and write the exam, you see that he has 82, then you have 12%. Eh? Something is wrong with you. It's not the teacher. Yeah. yeah. So you should be worried that, uh, how come he understands it and I don't understand it? As you have to have best practices in mind. It's like you have to set standards. Eh? Yeah. If you don't provoke yourself to do well, you don't also, you know, inspire yourself to rise up. But some of you, you are just anything that, hey, whatever will happen, I mean, life, dear. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. It's not whatever will be, will be. Yeah, there is time and there is chance. But there are also advantages for those who rise up in strength. Yeah. So the race is not to the swift. And this one, I'm going to talk about one determinant, which is called speed. That's what the word swift means. Yeah. You should be happy. Sometimes people are dejected because things don't work. Sometimes people give up because there's no hope. But you know, 
When you read he, uh, um, Job chapter 14, I think, verse 7, it says, For there is hope for a tree. If it be cut down, it shall sprout. Even trees, so. Have you seen a tree that is cut? Recently, I saw a picture. Yeah. Sometimes some of the trees, when you want to kill it, just cut it. It's dead. But there is hope for a tree. Because the roots are still there. Because the beauty of the tree, some trees can be there for years and then somebody just cuts it like that. I mean, it's very painful. Eh? It has taken maybe 10 years for a mango tree to come up and blossom and bear fruit. Then somebody cuts it. Then the thing is standing there like a dwarf. I mean, I don't think that if, if your life, something is taken out of your life in such ways, it will be a pleasant thing for you. But the Bible says there is hope for a tree if it be cut down. So if even a tree, the beauty is taken away, it knows that I have roots in the ground that give me life. And I'm not going to give up on it. A Christian, your source of power and strength is the Lord. So there is nothing that should make you feel dejected. Yeah. You should be strong in the Lord. Yeah. And the strength of the Lord is coming upon you right now. Yes. Now, I am going to talk about yeah, speed in life. Life, you must have an advantage. To have speed means that to hasten. There are some things you should, you should fight. You should, be, you, you should be aggressive about it. You should be strong about it. We believe in prayer. But there are decisions and steps to follow. You can't only leave them to prayer. Because some of the things, if you don't act upon it, it will never happen. So the first thing we talk about when we are talking about speed as a determinant of our life. You see, a determinant is something that uh, 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 gives an outcome. You see, it gives an outcome of your life. How it will end. Now, the first thing is speed determines what you will build in this life. You can only have what you you build. If you haven't laid a certain foundation, don't expect a certain fruit. That's how life is. God made Abraham a promise. And the promise was that he was going to give him land. He should move from his family. Move from your uh, family and from your kindred. And go to a land which I show you without a name, without Google map, without location being shared. Just move. And he also began to move. And why did God promise him land? God promised him land so that he will have possessions for himself. He will build. If somebody says, I'm going to give you land, what is it for? It's not for a football park or a party ground to dance. Is that not so? Yeah. Look at us in this building. This building has sprung out of land. And if, 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 if this building, I mean, if you have the building in your head and you don't have land, it will be in your head. That's why your head will be big. Yeah. But you see visible signs 
of something that is relevant to our lives. And buildings are relevant to our lives. Everybody here needs shelter. The church also needs shelter. Sometimes some people are not happy because their landlords are worrying them. They've increased their rent. Meanwhile, they have not done anything to the house. Huh? The house is becoming worse and they are increasing it. And they will tell you, if you can't pay, go. Because somebody will take it. Then you have to look for money. You see, your salary has not gone up. Huh? Your expenditure has gone up. Because things have gone up. You used to pay $8 for a van or trans, uh, taxi. Now, how much do you pay? $10. And where you are going, you have to take three cars in and out. $60 a day. Your salary has not been increased for the last five years. Your boss is only prayer. He will even reduce it. I tell you. <laughs> so you see that it, 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 it's like it takes something out of your life. Yeah. And if God has promised us, I mean, look, God, Dave is with us. I mean, then we should be covered. But you see, everything that must happen in our lives through a promise comes through the work that you do. It doesn't come through sleeping and dreaming. Joshua was a servant to Moses. And God chose him to lead Israel after Moses died. And during the time of Moses, he was moving the people from land to land, crossing because they were stubborn people. So God was taking them on detours. It's like if it is from here to Brufut that you can do it in five minutes, God will take you through Banju, through uh, Bara, through Amdalai. Then you go, ah, you see that it will take you five years to come to that place. Because he wanted to test what was in their heart. So in the time of Moses, he was not fighting for any land with any enemy. He was leading the people to prove what was in their heart. But when Joshua took over, it was now time for them to take the lands. So God, God did not tell him that, look, this is the location, just go. He said, fight. So he had to rise up and become an army uh, general. Yeah. And fight. He was a prayerful person. He was deeply spiritual. He understood the things of God. He had learned from Moses. God had anointed him publicly and announced that this is the person I've chosen to stand in the place of Moses. And Israel had accepted him. But you see, he didn't sit down and told the people that let's, let's believe God. He will lead us into our green pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. We shall not want. He led us beside us. So you see that thing that we have been quoting? Then you quote all of them. After you go and sleep. So that God will come and carry you and lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no Meanwhile, you are in your room. You say you will fear no evil. Yeah, you are not walking. Yeah. 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 He had to rise up and keep moving and leading people to fight, to kill children, mothers. Kill people's flock, cattle, this, raise the land, clear them and take the land. Hey! Yeah. 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 So you see, there is a fight. Yeah. There's a fight. 
And it is your response to God that determines the success. So when, you are, when, you, when you call yourself a Christian and you hear prophecies and, 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 and blessings and you receive them, and it's like after three years you haven't seen anything. Hey, this pastor is he real? This church they said this. I mean, they said this. They said this. They said that. Huh? It is because you are doing something wrong. Write the promise down. Write the vision down. Though it tarries, it shall come to pass. No matter how long God has made a promise, if you walk right, He will do it in your life. And see you becoming a blessing. So, we are going to talk about the element of speed, swiftness, quick responses, not laziness, not hopelessness. Anything that you have or you don't have is a reflection of what you are doing or not doing. (laughs) Yeah. Look at a scripture in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 24, and verse number 1. Second Chronicles 24, verse 1. Are you there with me? Beautiful. There was a king called Joash who was appointed a king at the age of seven. Seven years he was a king. Older people will listen to him. Even if he's playing his video games, you will still have to respect him because he's sitting on the throne. He's a king. And he reigned for 40 years. So he was 47 years. At the age of 47 years, verse 2, he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. All the days of Jehoiada, the priest. So he had a pastor. The priest. Who was his counselor. Because at the age of seven, you need help. His counselor was not his father. Or his mother. Or his uncles. But Jehoiada. A prophet and a priest of the Lord. Who stood by him. And gave him counsel. And led him to lead according to the ways of God. That's why it's interesting to hear that. He did everything that was right in the sight of the Lord. All the days of Jehoiada the priest. It means he had good counsel. As long as the the, the priest was there, he listened to him. You see, many of us, eh, as young as we are, there is nobody we listen to for godly counsel. That is why we make mistakes when we are young. Imagine a seven-year-old boy who is leading a whole nation. And the Bible says he did all that was right in the sight of the Lord. There was nothing that was, re- that was recorded against his name as being wrong. For the 40 years that he led. Yeah. Some of you, are even to listen, is another homework. You hear Every good thing or uh, counsel for your life, oh, but <laughs> you do the opposite. That's why you see young girls who are pregnant. Because you see, at the age that you are, you don't need a boyfriend. Some of you, as young as you are, you have different, you have different. 
Yeah. If we count the locks on your hair, that's the number of boys you have. Yeah. 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 And when you hear, when somebody even gathers the courage to counsel you against boyfriends, the person will hear from your lawyers. That mouth, that small mouth, that chappy, chappy, chappy mouth. (laughs) Yeah. You see, you must be swift in responding and following instructions because it brings a blessing to your life. I mean, just imagine, I mean, look, I mean, if they say a seven-year-old boy should be your pastor, you will leave the church. I mean, as I'm saying, I'm, I'm just wondering that, I mean, have an eight-year-old son, then it's like, he, 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 he's, he's coming to lead me. It will be a problem, I tell you. I mean, yeah. 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 But what kept, the, what kept him? Something kept him. Counsel. Following advice. There is nobody who comes closer to God and is not exposed to wise counsel. Many of you who are here, who are stubborn, some of you here, have visited church members in their homes and their mothers, what they say about them. Sometimes you even feel shy that you are their pastor. Yeah. One day, I visited a, 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 a guy, a certain brother. When we got to the house and we mentioned his name, the landlady first asked, I, I, I was with the shepherd, so I introduced myself. I am Pastor This, and this is uh, Shepherd of the Church. We are come to visit our member, and we mentioned the name. Then she said, uh, There are two of them. She doesn't know which one. You see, there are two names of the same kind in the compound. So when we described the one that we are uh, looking for, I mean, she was shocked. Said that one, he doesn't go to church. Yeah. That was her response. That that that, that one he, he doesn't go to church. So we said, Oh, let's let's see if it's not him, then it will be the other person. So we knock at his door and here he is. The landlady said, Hey. Then she came, Pastor. Every day he's fighting. He's fighting with people. He opens music. He, he plays it loud when people talk. Insulting them. Brings girls, makes noise in the night. I mean, oh. Yeah. Then I'm standing there. Pastor has come to visit church member. And this is the report. This is the report. This is the report. (laughs) It's like, it's like, what have we been teaching you that you are doing this thing in the house? We will never teach you to do such things. But it's like you will hear the right things that you should do, but you won't do them. Your ear is so hurting that you see, many of you, eh, you are not you are not in a hurry to change. Me, I came to a point in my life that I was in a hurry to change, and I needed no counsel from anybody to tell me that move away from your friends, move away from where you hang out, change where you meet. Stop going to these places. Nobody had to come because it was a strong desire in me to change. 
you know, you remember uh, Paul in the Bible, Acts chapter nine. And Saul, he was called Saul. Here. Yet, breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest. He was friends with the high priest. And remember, the high priest and the Jews were the people who had persecuted, executed Jesus, buried him. Yeah. And they were still fighting the disciples who had risen up after Jesus. And Paul or Saul at the time was the leader of the uh, <laughs> agitations. Yeah. Verse 2. And desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues that if he found any of this way, the Christians were called the people of this way. Because Jesus used to say, I am the way. So they were laughing at them. These are the people of the way. The people of the way. Yeah. They were not called Christians at that time. Yeah. Born again. As some people laugh at us, they say they are born again. These are the born again people. Spiritual churches. Spiritual, your church is what? Born again churches. Yeah. Whether they were men or women, he might bring them back onto Jerusalem. No, he had driven them out of Jerusalem. They had scattered. And they had moved to Syria, another country from Israel. They had moved to Syria. Damascus is in Syria, another country. And he had gone for letters to chase them, crossing boundaries to go and catch them and bring them to be beaten and harassed to stop preaching Jesus. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Oh, falling down like fire. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice unto him, saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? You know, he, 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 you see, let me tell you, no matter how sinful you are, when you meet God, you will know that you have met him. I know, I know a brother who had a dream and saw Jesus. He, 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 I mean, the bad boy of all bad boys. The Jesus that we know is not the one that you see in the picture. So, that one that they, is people's actors' faces and, and the, that Jesus. There. When you see him in a dream, you will know. Nobody, he doesn't have to reveal himself to you. You will know it. So he had a dream and he saw Jesus. And as this guy was saying the dream, I said, "Hey, we are Christians. We don't have such dreams." So this. I mean, backsliding brother who doesn't come to church is sitting down telling you about the dream he had about Jesus. I mean, oh. Yeah. You, you will know it when you know him. So Saul realized that it is the Lord. And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Verse 6. Please flow with me. And he Trembling. The man who had courage and had gone for letters and was walking. Lord! Will thou, what will thou have to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Yeah. So it, it was an, a real encounter. 
But you see, Paul or Saul used to move with friends. So he, he, he was moving around. When you read um, the same Acts chapter, I think 6 or 7, the last end, they had beaten Stephen. They had stoned him to death. And the Bible says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. They were, he was standing there and he, the, the young men took off their clothes and they laid it at one's feet called Saul. He was a supervisor of the beatings. So the people that were recruited to stone Stephen, they removed their clothes and they put it in front of Saul to watch over it. Whereas he, they, they beat, they stoned Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Because it was going to be a bloody fight. Stoning a human being to death. How wicked. And they did it. And Saul was there. Quiet, as if they are killing some chicken. Hmm. So he had friends. But you will see that when he encountered the Lord, something changed. I said something changed. Verse, I want to jump to verse um, 20. 920. Yes. So, what happened to Paul or Saul? Okay, let me call him Paul. I mean, we know him as Paul more. He went to be with Ananias. 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 Whichever, whichever one. Yeah, they work. And when he left Ananias, the Bible says, and straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God. Do you know what had happened to him? It was like a U10 or a, a C10. Full cycle. All the foolishness and the friends that he had who were with him following after the Christians and killing them. Pushing them out of Jerusalem. Going after them. When the Lord came into his life, he cut himself off. There is no mention whatsoever of all his friends again. The only people he started relating with were people that God chose for him. And God, you see, when Jesus appeared to him, he, he told him that, go to Ananias. He, I've, I've spoken to him. He'll receive you. And Ananias had also re- received instruction to receive uh, Paul. But he was asking questions. Is it not this guy who has been uh, uh, chasing uh, people what is he coming to do here? Hey. Yeah. But you see, it tells you that, you see, Paul, irrespective of how hard he was, how stubborn he was, when he encountered the Lord, he, his change was too fast. He, it, was, it, was, it was a shocker. And, and not that he had just joined them. All. He now began to preach because he was teaching against what they were preaching and he was killing them and he was proud. Using his connections and influences to drive out of uh, uh, Jerusalem preaching. And many of the people were afraid of Paul. Many of them. Yeah. When the disciples heard that he had been saved, they didn't believe it. They said, ah, this guy. No, 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 no. They didn't believe it. But it was real. What had happened to him? He was swift. He didn't wait. Eh? 
for anointing service. He didn't say, uh, let, me, let me be in the church for some time. Let me be with the disciples for some time. The Bible says, and straightway, when he received his healing and his deliverance, immediately, look at verse 19. Look at verse 19. Go back, verse 19. Verse 19, verse 19, verse 19, verse 19, verse 19. Hey! And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples, which were at Damascus. So the people he was going to kill, now they received him. And he, I mean, after all the hustle, he was hungry, I'm telling you. So they gave him food. And immediately after eating and fellowshipping with the guys, the Bible says in the next verse, verse 20, and straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues. Straightway. You see, what did he even know at that time? A conviction that I used to be this, but I met Christ. I've changed. And, 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 and the only testimony and witness I have at that time, Paul didn't know a lot. Too. The only testimony he had was what God had done for him. The love and the mercy. And he began to preach Christ. Why are you waiting for five years before you talk about Jesus Christ? Even some of you, you, you say you have, you have become a Christian. For ten years, Bible, you don't even read. You don't have any Christian friend. Yeah. Paul cut himself off from all the uh, bad boys. Bubaka, Babuka, and Bojan. Yeah. The three bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. By you. All the bees. All the bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. Bojan, Bubaka, and Babuka. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? You see? You, what are you waiting for? Some of you... You say things. Some people, many people want to change. But I, I don't know what you are waiting for. Time is not on your side. Oh. Sometimes a blessing comes to those who take decisions as fast as it comes. When I, when I gave my life to Christ, I, I, I mean, when I joined the church in my area, I never, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, from 2000 of May, May 7, 2000. It was a Sunday. Go and check. May 7, 2000. In the year 2000 of May. On the seventh day, which is a Sunday. That's when the, the church started in my area. And I joined that church, Pastor John. For 18 years before I came to the Gambia, I never missed a church. Nobody followed me up. All my friends that I grew up with in the area, I left them. I took upon myself friends of God children of God, as my friends, as my companions, I related with them. I cut myself away from everybody. I was not waiting for, for three years. Yeah. Your change must be swift. You, you say you are born again. Yesterday, some of you, where you were yesterday, is a testimony of the evil that still abides in your heart. Who you were with. What you were doing. What you were watching in the night. It's a testimony of your unseriousness, unseriousness. And your lip service to the things of God. You say you're a Christian. I'm a Christian. Maybe some people are blowing fuse from yesterday. And you are chewing gum and eating other things. So that it will mask the sound. Uh, the, 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 I said the, the scent. The smell. Yeah. are you waiting for? You see, when I joined the church, 
I started doing things in it. I became an usher. Yeah. The first Sunday, I sat in the church. The pastor had come to set the church up. The second Sunday, he came again. Then I said, oh, no, it's, it's not right. Me, I live close. He lives far. Pastor, please, I want to be an usher. I will help arrange this, do that, do that. He was happy. Yeah. I didn't wait to be in the church, to, to be appointed, to be trained. I, I didn't understand anything. This is my house. That's how I embrace the church. This is my house. This is my church. You, you said this is your church. We have to call you before you come. It's not your church. We have to look for you. If you are working and they call you to come to work, you see immediately it shows that you are not serious about the work. It is not in your heart. And as for your job, if you play with it, many people are looking for that opportunity and they will do it. Even if the salary is small for you, somebody, it is a big opportunity for them. But you see, when you are in the church and you have to do something, you don't value it. You don't value it. Don't value it. That's how come you don't respect God. You see, look at Paul. He was so radical and his name was known amongst the Christian community. So he immediately said, no, Charlie, like, I have to take my time for these people to accept. It, it is not a human being who called him. It is God. So he responded to God. Do you know who saved you? Sometimes if, if somebody be, even invites you to church, it was a friend who invited me to church. But I realized that the calling on my life, it has nothing to do with him. It is God who has loved me. Because when I hear God's message, when I sit in the church and I hear Bishop preaching, I said, this man loves me. Hey, Because he's talking about my life. He's talking about my journey. He's talking about my struggles. It is God who is ministering to me. And he must have loved me. And I remember the scripture that says, whilst I was yet a sinner, he commended his love towards me. Because when I didn't know that he even loved me, he was loving me the same. Yeah. Some of you don't know how God loves you. And the sign of his love is your salvation that you have been saved. You have been saved. You have been delivered. Cut yourself off. The rest is your fight. It is your battle. Some things, you have to fight for it, my sister. It doesn't fall from the skies. The change that you want, it doesn't fall. You must be ready. If you're not ready to change, that's how come you can see somebody who goes to school and they pay fees for them. They don't learn. Somebody is sitting somewhere. They are just looking for an opportunity. Somebody to pay their school fees for one term. When you see their results, you pay for the whole uh, semester. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy in our church. When we tell him to go to school, he didn't like it. I mean, excuses, money, this, that, this, that. And I remember when Bishop came to the church. And we were supposed to do something. I've forgotten what it was. And he, he was part of the people who were doing the thing. And he, we had to write some names and things. When he saw his handwriting, he said, Hey, it takes an intelligent person to write beautifully like this. Who is this boy? Yeah, just handwriting. So Bishop spoke to him. Then he said his father, I mean, he comes from some village somewhere. School was not, I mean, it's like money to go. So he came to, to hustle joined the church, and the desire to go to school had gone out of him. Bishop said, you go to school. Let's help him. Put him back in school. He went to school, went to Data University, Data Link University. Yeah. Yeah. He has finished school. And, 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 and 
I remember when, he, when, when his fees were, was paid and the results came, I think they, their first, I don't know, semester or something, and he came to show the so bishop called me and said, have you seen? It's like the guy is intelligent. He said, some, some people, eh, they are looking for an opportunity, but some people have it, but they are blowing it. I'm blowing it. I'm blowing it. You don't know how God has loved you and has placed you where you are and what it means to just follow instructions. Just follow instructions. A seven-year-old boy becomes a king, not of, uh, uh, not even your tribe. He's a king of Jerusalem. I mean, seven-year-old. You think it's a common and a normal thing? It's not normal, but because of counsel and guidance and support. Charlie, the guy prevailed and for 40 years only good things were said about him. Look at you. You are not 40 years. If we sum up your years of disaster, it is more than glory. <laughs> and you are sitting in the church. You, you won't change. You won't change. You won't change. We will say all the things this afternoon. By the time it is 5 o'clock, you have done something wrong that you shouldn't have done. Yeah. It is speed that guarantees your salvation. It, you see, when you are not fast in, 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 in changing it, you can be in the church forever. You won't change. That's why people will go to hell. I'm telling you from the church. Yeah. Are there, there are people who come to church and steal phones. A brother came to church. Somebody got up to go and wee-wee. He took the sister's phone and ran out of the church. He has not come back again. I visited him. I said, come. Nobody. Yeah, he denied it. But if you have denied it, okay. Come back to church. Uh. When you are not. You see, when you don't get angry about the wrong things in your life. There is no strong desire to change. And you blame everybody but yourself. Some of you, the, the mistakes and the errors in your life, it is because of your doing. If you would listen to counsel, some of you, hey, your life will be better. You, are, you have friends that you are, I mean, a seven-year, look, a seven-year-old boy. Yeah. He, he was not chosen as a family head, though. He was chosen as a president. He was chosen as a king. He was chosen as a leader over mature people. What sense will he have? I'm sure when he sits on the throne, then he takes his uh, tablet. Yeah. Then you hear Sesame Street. Now I know my ABC. <laughs> yes. And he's happy. But you see, because of counsel and because of guidance, his life was a testimony of glory. I said, after 40 years, he did all that was right in the sight of Jehoiada the priest. So as long as the priest was in his life, he allowed the priest to guide him. So when he wanted to take decisions, he would call the priest. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't listen, eh, we, we, we can't tell you the things of God. That's why some of you, your, your ears, eh, I don't know whether it's rhinoceros or elephant skin. Very hard. Yeah, very hard. They will, they will boil it. Uh, it will even done. 
to not, yeah, 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 a seven-year-old. And what happened to him? Yes, let's go back to the scripture. Yes, verse two, verse three. Verse three, verse three. And Jehoiada took for him two wives. And he begat sons and daughters. Even the choice of marriage, Pastor John, it was the priest. Some of you have chosen your boyfriends. Foolish boys. Idiots. Boys who hide in the dark. Who come to you in the dark. They will never introduce themselves to your, your mother and your father because they know what is in their mind. When I used to be in the world, when I go and, when we go and talk to a girl, we love you and all the lies. And the girl says, come and visit me at home. Hey, we don't want to go because, hey, you come to your house, they come to ask questions. Please, please, please. This thing is not serious. But we, see, we don't tell you that we are not serious. Yeah. So, oh, take your time, we will come. Take your time, we will come. At the right time, we will come. And the right time will never come. By the time the right time comes, we have moved out of your life. Then you are nursing your broken heartedness. Boys who hide in the dark. And as serious as marriage is, some of you, when you are making choices for marriage, you see a boy. Why do you like this girl? Oh, I like her body. Oh, brother, of all the values and the qualities of a woman, is the body. Oh. Oh. Something is about to happen. You have sparked your train. You are going to hit another train. It's a train wreck. Yeah. Two wives. Through the guidance of the priest. You know, some of you were, some of you were, when, when, when we choose for you, you see, it is not because we don't want you to be happy or we want to impose people on you. It is, it is for your good. So sometimes the reason why I would, I would recommend the man is because he listens. And if he's being foolish, we can deal with him. Because some of you, you can have guys, eh? They don't have, they say they love you. We won't question it, but they don't have anybody who advises them. So when they are foolish, you see that nobody can talk through the coconuts. The coconuts. Ah, you can't put an injection into the coconut. Yeah. You see that you have nobody who talks to him. And the foolishness in his mind is, is what he's standing on. Strong. He won't change his mind. Unless Humpty Dumpty. Unless it falls down. Prop. And you see that the brain don't scatter now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Charlie, our time is up, I tell you. So, the next thing he did, and Joada took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. All right, then what did he do? Verse 4. So the guy listens to counsel, speed. He listens and he rises up and becomes responsible enough to be ready for marriage. And even the choice of his marriage must be influenced by the person who has guided him. Some of you are in the church, eh? You are ninjas. Sisters, you have boys on your phones that nobody knows. It's only you and your foolish friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you are not happy. You are smiling. It's fake smiles. Fake smiles. When you finish and you go, 
And it came to pass after this that Joash, listen to this, was minded to repair the house of the Lord. <laughs> I, I like the word, I tell you. You know, when you listen to God, you listen to instructions, and the choices and decisions of your life are influenced by direction. What happens to you is that your heart is after the things of God. Your heart is after the house of God. You think well. So this guy, if you look at the progress of his maturity, you see that he developed into somebody who stood for God. A determinant. Verse 5. And he gathered together the priests. He has power. He has influence. He was not going to use it for fun and abuse it for anything but for the things of God. Mark the way of the upright. His end is peaceful. Anybody who allows God to lead him and raise him, he brings people together in the bond of unity. In the spirit of unity and the bond of peace. Which one of them? Yeah. So he gathered the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go and out unto the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that ye hasten the matter. Speed! Speed! Do you know what has happened? As he grew, he realized that the house of God was in desolation. There was Atalia and, and his sons. And his sons. Atalia! And they had scattered the tabernacles and the uh, synagogues and taken away the things that were used by the priests to, to, to worship God. And they had used it to serve Balaam, a god. So it, it was a sign that there was a curse. You see, many of us, eh, as you are sitting here, apart from everything in your life, your homes that you come from, there are gods. There are people whose fathers and mothers offer sacrifices for gods. Go to uh, Marabu collect things and give. sometimes they give some of the things to you to wear for protection. Some of you are wearing things as you are here. Rings. Uh, 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 beads. Waistbands. Amulets. Charms. Things on your legs. Toe rings. Nose rings. Yeah. And, and you see, because you don't listen to counsel, and, 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 and you have not grown spiritually, you, you don't see, there is, there is no desire to think about raising a house for God. Because see, once you begin to go up that way, what is it that you are, you are expediting your relationship? It's like, you, you, you know, you, we are all some way. That, that is why I, mean, I will stand to give everything I have to the Lord. I've lost nothing, I'm telling you. But I've gained everything. Yeah. But you, can, you see, you can't. You can't. Some of you, if you have money, everybody who is here this morning, if you have a thousand dollars, and I tell you, I want to take eight hundred out of it as offering, I'm telling you, you won't give me. You will insult me. Yeah. You will give me a fifty or a hundred. Yeah. 
You won't. You won't give me. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, eh, as, you see, as he was thinking that way, as a leader, what he did was to mobilize the people because he can't do it alone. He has to mobilize the people and, and instruct them how to go about it because you have to take offerings from the people because let's read on why he did that. And, and the king called for Jehoiada the chief again and said unto him, no, go back to verse 5, please. Go back to verse 5. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out unto the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that ye hasten the matter. Make sure that you do it speedily, fast. When it comes to things, you see, if you're having a, a, a wedding, and you go and meet family people and things. You see, oh, you want to do this. And you see them. This one is bringing this. This one is bringing this. I've seen weddings where people have brought pigs and cows. Family members. Just to make their wedding grand. But if you say you want, you want to go to school. And you need money from these family members. Forget it. Forget it. Hmm? They want to bring the cow and come and eat it and dance. Yeah, you know they're... Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. They would dance, I am faint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dance and faint. Yeah. Some Nigerian man, he went to a party, he danced there and collapsed. Heart attack. Yeah. Dance. Grown man, oh, he was standing in the midst of people and they were looking at him, cheering him. No, no, he was coming to die. Yeah. He was dancing, dancing. Hey, old man, he's a senior government man. He was dancing with bodyguards standing there watching him. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Then, then he fell. Then they were laughing. Hey, they thought that it was part of the styles. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious matter. It's not a... a, 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 a uh, it's a true story. Hasten it. How be it the Levites hastened it not. You see, what was in his heart was not in the heart of the Levites. Because look at it. The Levites had watched and witnessed the destruction of the church, the breaking down of the tabernacle, and the taking away of the things that were consecrated for worship. And they were there. And now somebody comes and says, let's do raise money to restore it. <laughs> not that they, they will do it, but it's like, it's not that easy. It's not easy there. It's not easy there. You know, sometimes when it comes to the things of God, how we give excuses. Oh, pastor, we'll do it. We'll do it. You know, some of these things, it's not, it's not easy. I mean, can you imagine somebody who's going to marry and, 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 and I want to invite 300 people, do this, do this. And then you, the pastor, you tell the pastor, look, this thing... It's not easy to do, so slow down. The person will not listen to you. It's like, what kind of pastor is that? Eh? What kind of pastor is that? If you are going to marry, you say you want to invite 300 people. You want to do this. Decorate, do this. Hey, it's not easy. The money is too much. Take your time there. Let's, let's do the wedding. Save money and do the wedding in two years' time. By that time, you have money. Hey, you will not be happy with your pastor. Will you be happy with me if I give you such accounts? Uh-huh. So me too, if I say I want to build a church, I want to buy land, I want to restore the glory of God, then, then, then I come to you, 
Then you also tell me, hey, Master, some of you won't tell it to our face, but when you tell, say, hey, this one is not easy. That. <laughs> Master, take your time. When we will save small, small. By the time you finish saving it, eh, the land that we want to buy, we can't buy it. Then another one has come. It's more expensive. So if we follow you, we will never be able to do anything because you are lethargic. Slow. You don't respond to God the way you should respond. But when it is yours, you will not accept us being slow about it. Sometimes some people come to us with a problem. They want to see us immediately at once. Pastor, where are you? Wherever you are, they will come and follow you. But you will call them to come to church. They will give you excuses. Yeah, give you excuses. One day somebody called me. Pastor, I want to see you. Monday, I said, Monday, I don't come. Oh, Pastor, it's an emergency. Can you come around so that I see you or I can come to your house? I said, hey. Eh. I mean, when I have emergency services and I call you, you don't come. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I have emergency, every service is an emergency. What I'm preaching is an emergency message. It's an emergency. But you see, when I call you, you won't come. There are many people who are supposed to be here. They won't be here. Yeah. It's like the things of God should wait. Sister, it doesn't work that way. That mind of less weight, that's why we don't have anything to our name in Africa. Our leaders, when they are coming to collect our votes to power, they will tell us. They will do road. They will build schools. They say, oh, when you listen to their manifesto, you say, oh, this man is good there. This man will build our country. Then you follow him. When you vote for him, you see that he has built the road one is in the stomach here. The other one is the, the hospital is here. So his stomach, he has done renovation. The stomach has become big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Road is here. Hospital is here. Mm. Yeah. He doesn't care about you. Mm. So they don't do anything. No. Yeah. Don't do anything. The building of the church depends on us. Let me tell you something. And that's the secret of a relationship with God. When we covenant with God, we don't just sit in the church. Because a stubborn child, a disobedient child, cannot bring honor. And when you don't learn to change your ways and respond to God, you see that you don't even have a heart. And there are things you never see. Remember, the king, he was not a priest. He had a priest. But he was concerned about the things of God. Some of you, if you are serious in your relationship with God, you will come and say, Pastor, we want to change the windows. But if I tell you that I, I want to change the windows, even the one that you have been when I tell you, hey, me, my house, I don't have windows. So the, rains are, the rains are coming. My landlord, I've told my landlord, up to now, they haven't done it. I don't have windows. My roof is even leaking. Yeah. The rain, the, the thing was leaking. It spot our carpets. I had, to, I had to go and buy the carpets and come and put it down. Did I collect money from you for carpet? Yes. Nobody came and said, Pastor, the rain has spoiled our carpet. So, I think we should change it. When you want to marry and we bring you to a dirty carpet, you won't even see. That's how your house will be like. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Think about it. Anything that we are doing for God, we must act with speed. Because you know something? Things relating to spiritual things are time bound. It's when, when you say you have to do something for God and you don't do it at a certain time, another thing will come up and the favor and the opportunity and the door that God uses to bless us will be lost. 
Anytime you sit in a church and you hear that we are doing something, we are buying something, we are going to buy lands, we are buying lands, this month ending, I'm going to pay for land, I'm telling you. Yeah. I've found a nice, beautiful land in Brikama. We have a church in Kitty. And the church is on the other side. We have gotten a new land by the roadside in Brikama. We are buying it. I will pay for it. Yeah. I won't ask you for money. I'm telling you. But if you bring it, I'll collect it and go and buy because I, some of you, when I, when, I, when I ask, you come and stand there and we'll pledge. You see, that, that's the one I don't even like. You pledge and you don't show up. It's not for show. So don't come and pledge for you to get a curse. You don't understand what is happening. Don't understand what is happening. If you understand it, give quietly. Sometimes because you don't believe, that's why we, 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 we have to stand here unashamedly and collect the money from you so that you'll be blessed. And look at the Muslims. Do, do, have you ever gone to a mosque where the imam is asking for money? Have you seen a mosque that meets in a rented house before? People give their houses and their lands. They build a mosque and donate it. You! Even one chair you have not bought for the church. Your hair is more expensive than the chair that you are sitting on. Yeah. yeah. You haven't changed. I have not seen the change. You haven't changed. Yeah. The, the evidence of your change is that you respond to spiritual things. You see, sometimes, uh, let me tell you, it's not everything that we lay hands on. When you meet somebody who always has to lay hands on you for things to change, it, it, there is something wrong with it. How do you go to school and expect your teacher to lay hands on you so that you pass your exams? He has taught you. Go and read. Go and read. Sometimes, even if you have a relationship with him and you sit down, brother, sit well. Sit well, sit well. Are you writing notes or you're on WhatsApp? Uh-huh. So, he, you have one-on-one with your teacher. He tells you what to do, what to study. Fine, but if you don't study, you will fail. Potter. Do you know what potter means? How do you say it? You will fail drastically. Yeah. What do you want to build for God? Eh? Do you have any vision? Have you said that you one day I'll buy a door, security door, I'll buy an air condition, I'll buy a chair, I'll buy a TV, I'll buy a laptop, I'll buy something, I'll, I'll do something. It, does it even occur to you? It doesn't. That's why I don't see it in your life. Because you, 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 you are never prayed in your heart to think. It's only the pastor who should think about it. No, sometimes the pastors too, they don't think about it. God blessed a seven-year-old boy who listened to the, the instructions of his pastor. And when he grew up, his heart was for the things of God, to bring honor to God. If you stay in the church and God blesses you, should your heart not be for God, some of you should be able to build and believe in God. These young people who are sitting here, you God will bless you. One day you will give land and you will start building on the land for God. For for and it will be a, a blessing to your family for generations. The Muslims are doing it too. They build ha, nice, then they give it to the community. Come and pray. Because when they go, they don't take offerings. Yeah, but the imams they survive. People give them by you. You can be in the church 12 years. 
You even say, Pastor, it is your birthday. Collect fifty dollars. You come and eat the cake, the pastor's cake, and take selfies. You come and eat the cake and take selfies and flash and cause financial loss. Yes. <laughs> use the tea roll. Use the water. Use the soap. You have gone. Yeah. 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 Then and, and sometimes even steal the soap and the tea roll. Sometimes the tea roll vanishes. So somebody goes there, then the tea roll vanishes. If you want to steal, is it God's house? Tiro. Yeah. There are things that we do that will determine a certain favor and relationship that God will also have for us. Be swift. See, when you life, eh, there are seasons. There is a time to give and a time to withhold. There's a time to plant and a time to harvest. There are different times and seasons. And when you miss out on that time, that blessing that should come from it, you'll never get it. Because when it's time to plant and you don't plant, when it's harvest, there's nothing to harvest. That's what it means. So I see people who give. And when it is time for harvest, God gives them back. But you see, you will be here. When it's time for harvest, that's when your luck will come. Yeah. Because at the time of harvest, you can't plant. No, you can't plant. If you plant, it will die. It's a wrong season. It's a wrong timing. Go and ask the farmers. It's not every year round that they plant. There are seasons of planting. If you miss on it, if you don't prepare the land and, and, and plant and you miss out on it and you see that some people are harvesting, oh, these people have gotten a lot too. Let me also try and, and, and plant. No, you are, your seed will die. Your seed will die. Anything that God instructs us to do, it is for our good. It is not, you see, if God doesn't, he, he, he saved Israel from Egypt and he told Moses, these people, they are wicked. I'm going to kill all of them. And if he had killed them, he would never have made God an evil person. He's still God. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none. Yeah. Yeah. He wiped out the whole earth and left Noah and his family. He's still God. You know what he can do? It is for our good and for his mercies that he includes us in the blessings. So sometimes when you hear that thing, act. Don't say, hey, I'm waiting. Some of you will wait and the time that you have to give, you can't give. You can't give. See, when you, when you, and and giving is not, not, sometimes it's not about an amount. It's about the heart in you. But some of you are not faithful even with little. And the day you become prosperous, we can't control you. When you see a seven-year-old boy who is leading a country and he has risen up after 40 years and he's still listening to his pastor, calling him for meetings about the church, about the work of God, you must see humility. But some of you, a little work, your pastor cannot even call you. Yeah. You are cleaning some Lebanese uh, uh, shop's toilet. Yeah. They poo-poo, they don't flash. They call you to come and flash. Then because of that job, you, won't, you don't even respect your pastor. You don't respect the church. You don't have time for God. Then you call yourself a child of God. You call yourself, you, you, you are proud to what? No! Something is wrong! Yeah. Something is wrong. Uh, my time is up. But my words are not finished. 
Yeah, my time is up, but my words are not finished. By the grace of God, we'll be back again on Wednesday and then on next week, Sunday, to continue the message. Please stand to your feet. I want to cool down small. Stand to your feet. <laughs> yeah. Lift up your hand and thank him. Yes. Let him that have ears, let him hear what the Spirit saith. There is nobody here who is outside the blessings of God. But sometimes the mind, please listen, flow with me. Sometimes the mind we have is what places us outside the coverings and the blessings of God. If God says do something, respond to it. It's when you read uh, uh, Chronicles, First and Second Chronicles, and you read about the kings who came after Rehoboam, uh, Solomon, Rehoboam, all these, many of, some of them ruled for days. God killed them. Some of them weeks, months, short term. I mean, what? But the people who feared God, he, he preserved their lives. Yeah. They reigned for years. Even David, he reigned for 40 years. Compare that to Saul. Yeah. Don't play with disobedience. So don't, don't be hard hearing. Yeah. God inspires him to me as I listen to I listen to instructions. I'm like a child. I don't walk like a boss, peacock. Nobody can come near you. When you see people, then you flex your buttocks. Yeah. It's a defense. You have built a defense around you. Ah. You attract evil. You will escape all evil against you, and you shall walk in the counsels of the Lord. May you move with speed in taking decisions, in changing your lifestyle, in walking in your salvation, in preserving your life. Yes, Lord. Because God is taking us on a long journey. He is an eternal God. His covenant is forever. So we are not here to to test something for a season. We are here to build a relationship that will last. Yes. And it it begins with walking in obedience. Lift your hands and thank him. My God. Yes. Father, help us. My God. Give us glory. Let your honor be upon your children. As we walk in obedience. Take away from us the heart of disobedience. May we not be disobedience. Children of wrath. In whom evil is found. Yes, Lord. And may we be like Joash. Yes. Who as young as he was. Jesus. He followed the instructions and the guidance of the servant. He followed. Came into a blessing. Preserve our lives. Preserve our our years. And give us a blessing. Yes, Lord. That will go down to our generations. Mm. We thank you. Thank you. We bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. If you are here this afternoon, somebody invited you, but you haven't given your life to Christ. Not a child of God. You know in your heart that you haven't given yourself to the Lord. But you want to say, Father, help me. Pastor, help me. I, 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 I feel that this is the decision I have to take. Some of you, it's like the desire and the urge to change is, is a struggle. But brother, don't say I have tomorrow to change. Do it now. Don't say I have another time. Take that decision now. Walk to the Lord now. And come to him and make a confession. And see how he will lift your life up around. Lift your hand. You want to say, Pastor, help me pray. I want to give my life to Jesus this afternoon. Lift your right hand up. I want to see you. I want to see your right hand. You want to say, Pastor, help me. 
I want to I want to see your hand up. Yes. I want to see that hand up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your hand is lifted up. Lift it up well. Okay. If it is if you are lifting it up, lift it up above your head so that I can see it. God bless you. Uh-huh. God bless you. Lift it up well. I can see some hands. 